welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome to another Deeply Rooted Devos. I'm here with my friends Val and Carrie and Esther. We're so glad Val can join us for a few more Devos. And um, I'm excited because I know that Esther's going to speak on one of the parables of Jesus today. Um, and I'm excited to hear what she has to share with us from this parable. It's a tricky one. So Esther, tell us what you've got from God's word today. Well, thank you, Martha. And uh, over the past few weeks, we've been looking at several parables that Jesus told in order to explain heaven's view of mankind and how we should navigate this life we've been given here on earth. And so in some of our past devos, Carrie shared the parable about a rich man who was foolish. And Martha brought us the parable about two men praying <clears throat> and which one would God would take seriously. And Leanne talked about people who are like weeds that grow among us in this life. <clears throat> but today we're going to hear a parable Jesus told his followers about a wedding and who doesn't love everything about a wedding. Uh, there's so much happiness and anticipation as the bride and groom begin a new life together. Um, but in New Testament times, the wedding was a little different than what we're accustomed to. So the wedding party consisted of a bride and a groom and a bunch of bridesmaids who attended to the needs of both of them. And the way it worked was on the wedding day, the bridegroom would wait at his house for the bridesmaids to arrive. And together they would proceed to the home of the bride where the festivities would begin. So I'm gonna ask you to turn to Matthew 25 verses one to 13 is what we're going to read. And I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. And this is what it says. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five who were foolish didn't take enough oil in their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, they were roused by the shout, look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridesmaids got up and prepared their lamps then the five foolish ones asked the others, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, we don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy for yourselves. And while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he called back, believe me, I don't know you. So you too must keep watch for you do not know the day or hour of my return. As I read this parable, I feel it's packed with emotion. There's anticipation as the bridesmaids prepared for this wedding. And then there's patience they had to have patience as they waited and then there's excitement on his arrival but panic for the five bridesmaids who suddenly realized they were running low on the oil in their lamps 
And finally, there's heartbreak and desperation as they realize they missed their opportunity to be part of something amazing because they were caught off guard. And so um, most of us have read passages like 2 Corinthians 11 and 2, where we understand that the church is considered to be the bride of Christ. And so I'm just going to ask my friends here, what are some of the lessons that you think Jesus is trying to teach his listeners through this parable? And perhaps is there anything that um, we learn from the bridesmaids and their long anticipated arrival of the bridegroom in terms of, of um, readiness and being united? Well, I think, Esther, that this is a very solemn passage as well. So yes, there's that whole anticipation and, and who, like you said, who doesn't like a wedding? There is um, a responsibility on our part and we need to remember that. So in the, in the chapter before, it talks about the coming of the Lord. It talks about the end times. It talks about the, no one knows the day or the hour. So be ready. Like it's solemn, the things that happen in chapter 24. Then you go even to the parable right after this one. And that's the parable of the talents. And you know, the, 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 servant that buried it did nothing and and that's what almost what these bridesmaids did didn't they they did nothing they just kind of frittered their time away thinking oh well you know rather flippant about it and there is a responsibility in the solemnity that god is christ is coming back and we need to be ready but not just that i think that we need to be um like like this says in the anticipation we don't anticipate it enough we live in the moment and God is trying to say, well, or Jesus is saying, you need to think beyond the moment. Yeah. And I think it talks about um, that maybe that these these women didn't have a relationship with Jesus in the first place because mm -hmm. he says, I do not know you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really, really important to examine our love and our um, relationship with the Lord that he is real and living. For sure. Absolutely. Um, so we read about the bridesmaids who were prepared and, and ready with their lamps filled with oil. And in scripture, oil often represents the Holy Spirit. And Ephesians 1 and 13 tells us, you can look it up later, but it tells us that when we believe in Jesus, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit. But Ephesians 5, 18 tells us that even though we're sealed by his spirit, when we first believe, we can be filled with the spirit and it fuels us and enables us to shine brightly in a dark world. And so my challenge to myself and to our listeners would be firstly, have you chosen to follow Jesus and allowing him to be the Lord of your life? And are you seeking to keep your lamp filled with oil, filled with the Holy spirit so that you can shine brightly for Jesus? Or are you sleeping while you wait for the party to start with no oil in your or, or reserves in your light to keep it burning brightly? Um, Galatians 5 and 25 encourages us to keep in step with the spirit. Keeping in step with the spirit. This reminds us to be on mission, uh, be alert, be ready to share the fruits of the spirit like patience, kindness gentleness. And so I'm just going to ask you, is it, does anybody have any 
final thoughts or other comments? Well, I had a scripture that this brought to my mind, Esther. Mm -hmm. These bridesmaids were not prepared and then they got sleepy. And uh, I have to say, I get along fairly well in some areas of my life by being a last minute unprepared person. It's amazing. But when it comes to spiritual things, this parable is telling me that's not how I should live. I need to be prepared and I need to stay awake. And so the scripture that I thought of was um, Ephesians as well. Ephesians 5, 14. Um, Paul quotes another scripture and says, wake up, you are sleeping, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. And then Paul says, be very careful how you live, live wisely, not like fools. And that so ties in with this parable, the wise and the foolish. And what does living wisely mean? And here Paul says in verse 16, I mean that you should use every opportunity you have for doing good because these are evil times. So there's something we can do to be prepared for Jesus coming. Use our time wisely to do good. Mm -hmm. Don't be foolish with your lives, but learn what the Lord wants you to do. We can study the word. We can listen to devotionals. We can attend church. We can make an effort to learn what God wants of us. Don't be drunk with wine, which will ruin your life, but be filled with the spirit, which is what you just brought out. We should be vessels that are waiting and full of the Holy Spirit. And mm -hmm. one way that we can... Um, I think almost ensure that we are filled with the spirit in verse 19. He says, encourage each other with Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, sing and make music unto the Lord. And so these are all practical ways that we can be like the wise virgins and not like foolish people who aren't prepared. Um, mm -hmm. And so this really did speak to me, Esther, and I, I appreciate you bringing this forth. Um, mm -hmm. Do you now have a challenge to leave with our listeners? It just, a, yeah, I, I'd like to challenge all of us. Um, time is short. Uh, so don't be like the five bridesmaids who were not prepared, who had regrets when they missed out on the celebration of the bridal party. Let's enjoy living in the light of his fullness, celebrating who we are in Christ before the celebration in heaven begins. But I also like what Martha brought out, uh, speaking to one another in Psalms and hymns, taking this to others, not just sitting there and enjoying it for ourselves, but using it to bless others. And I, I think just as um, a committee at Deeply Rooted, it is our heart's desire to encourage you to be ready and waiting for Jesus' return not borrowing oil from your friends to keep your lamp lit, but keeping your reserves filled up by sitting in his word, allowing the Holy Spirit to fill you so you can shine brightly for Jesus in a very dark world. Well, thank you for that, Esther. How encouraging and challenging it is. And so women, I hope you've received some insight from God's word on how to stay filled with the Spirit and deeply rooted in Jesus. 
for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.